0: Welcome to Naked and Counting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Gopal.
1: And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. What's up, Magna Gopal?
0: Greetings, Mr. Leon Rose.
1: Good tidings. Oh, good tidings
0: to all. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Listen,
1: I've got a serious subject for you today
0: all right
1: has anybody um i don't know if we've talked about it before today but has everybody anybody ever said to you like salsa's dying
0: oh yes often yeah yeah
1: because recently somebody said that to me and in in my mind and actually i said that to them and i and and the amount of different people have said the same thing to me from regular dancers to instructors to DJs to organizers and stuff like that my thing consistently I say to all of them is what are you doing about it
0: that's a really great question to ask because it's true you know we do find our way into complaining about things that we don't like or in the case of the sauce community dying we we can observe it we can see it we complain about it we don't like it but we don't always take steps to improving it. And I don't know, maybe it's a matter of not knowing what steps to take, but, or not feeling like the step you take will make a difference. Like for me personally, yeah, I live a lot further from all the socials that I would like to attend. I used to be, you know, quick 30 minute train ride in. Now it's an hour and a half to two hours of a commute, which makes it harder for me to attend events. But I still feel like, I can contribute to the mindset of dancers to enjoy themselves more by posting content, um, sharing the specific aspect of the dance that I think is important. You know, so people, if they're going out, if they're if they're more um, accessible events to them, then they can at least maybe watch one of these videos and take that approach onto the dance floor and enjoy themselves more. But yeah, I mean, with the salsa community quote unquote dying it's like you know I think you mentioned before like are you inviting people and most of the time we just go by ourselves or we say there's nobody here to dance with so I just won't go instead of saying there's no one there's not that many people to dance with but I have a couple of friends that are great dancers I'm going to try and invite them they don't come out that much but I'm going to try and invite them to come with me and all of a sudden now you've change the environment of that social just by having some quality dancers now who can then dance with everybody else who's there
1: there you go you, you you've um you struck something there because i was going to say how about we break this down by uh sections of the community so let's take the average dancer that goes out that's been dancing a while and it's usually the people that have been dancing for a good few years and uh you know, maybe miss the old times and think that everything is changed. Everything is different. Do, what would you say to them? Personally, I would say like what you said, bring somebody out, phone, phone a friend, bring some more people into the venue. How about just going to dance with people that you don't know? Like the last podcast, how about sharing a moment with somebody,
0: Right.
1: you know, sharing that dance and, 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 and giving that person a, a good time let's look at it like this what can you do for a beginner as that that regular dancer that's been dancing a while what can you do for a beginner remember when we were beginners that would have made our day if an advanced dancer come up to us and asked us for a dance and had a great time
0: oh absolutely and I I remember there are a couple of events that I've gone to that are small socials you know they're not yeah. attended by anyone other than perhaps the students of that school. And, uh, you know, sure, I could sit there and say, oh, there's no, like, really good dancers here to give me the kind of dance that I want. But I would instead say, okay, I'm going to work with what I have here. And I would just make my way around the room and just ask everyone to dance, leads and follows, and, and have a great time. Because you could look at that and say, I don't have a chance to practice my advanced movements. Or you could look at that opportunity and say, this is my chance to work on my fundamentals, Well, like when we go to events with tons of advanced dancers, like we're not drilling our fundamentals. How many opportunities do we get to do that when we're going to Congresses all the time with uh, a great array of high level dancers, right? So those moments when you are in a social or an event where there are not that many skilled dancers is a chance for you to work on your fundamentals.
1: So why is that a good idea to do that with beginners? Because you're going to keep them. Those are the people, those are the next generation and you give them that feeling, hopefully they're going to pass it down to the next generation of dancers and the next generation passes it down. If we if we uh, bombard them with negativity, we're going to lose those new people, then we're not going to grow the scene. So that's something that the, the regular dancers and also supporting local events and you know, we I hear this everywhere. People is talking about, uh, I'm not going to the event that's happening in my town. I don't like this person or that person. I think it's a good idea to go and represent. If you're, in, I'm going on to the instructors now, in your town, go and represent yourself. No matter what you think about the organizer, go and represent your town. If there's people coming in from abroad or coming in from out of town into your city, I think you should be there. Right. Saying
0: Here I am. And in addition to that, I mean, for instructors, you never know which students you're gonna get, because if you're going to an event that's hosted by somebody else who is training their students a certain way, and those students are only exposed to those, that school's events, then that's all they see. And all of a sudden they get to see something new and it opens their eyes. And again, similar to what Leon just said about dancing with beginners and giving them that, whoa, look at this experience. I get to dance with someone in advance. You are now showing them an experience of there's a lot more to this dance. There are many other ways to be creative with this dance. So you're opening their minds too. And if they if they happen to be in that bored state of mind where, oh, this is all I'm learning and it's not much, now they get a chance to see what else is Available to them if they continue learning and practicing.
1: Another thing, kind of related to this, somebody said to me, you know, they're complaining about uh, an instructor was complaining about people teaching bad techniques, really bad techniques in one particular genre of, of uh salsa I won't say what, I don't want to, you know, I haven't spoken to them, I don't want them to upset with me for saying this but i said to them same kind of thing what are you doing about it you're complaining about everybody else doing this bad technique but what are you doing about it and they said well um when we do those particular classes no no one's coming and i said well forget about who you are market what it is you're trying to uh sell you know what what is the product that you want what is the final thing that you want everybody to understand market that that's what it's about. That's how you get new people involved. I think, you know, there's no use complaining about it. If somebody's going to come, if you're doing a good job, they will come to you. Just sell it as that rather than complaining, do something about it.
0: Right. And ultimately, you know, be happy with the people that do like what you do and are there to support you because everybody has a different goal when it comes to this dance. Not everyone cares about being a professional or being super technically skilled. And I think we talked about this in the past where even those teachers that are teaching bad technique, if they got students, they're building the community. Hate to there say you All right. There so, you go, there you go. Like if they, those students are not coming to you, they're going to them. That means those students are going to somebody and they are in the community. And eventually they will hopefully want to learn better technique. And if they don't, who cares? They're still going out to the events. They're dancing with other people. They are a part of this community. It doesn't matter what level you're at and what goals you have. If you're joining the community, you are growing the community. And that's what we kind of need to think about.
1: Lastly, for organizers, What are they doing? What can they do?
0: I mean, it depends again, right? Like back to what you said about marketing as instructors, like what is it that you're offering that's different from other people to bring the students that want to learn those things? I think organizers um, need to be clear on what they're offering too. Like if you're doing an event that is full of performances mainly, then that's what you're offering. You're showcasing talent. You're showcasing the possibilities when you commit yourself to training, to um, taking classes, to joining a team, etc. If you want to showcase social dancing, you know you bring uh, up those marathons, right? Dance man- marathons, so people can just really come there and not focus on anything else except the dancing aspect. If you want to grow your scene, you want to bring in good instructors with quality classes and workshops so that the people in your scene now get exposure to learning these things that they might not otherwise have a chance to do. So there, those are a couple of ways I, I would suggest for organizers. But again, it requires some kind of clarity on what it is that you're trying to do. And I think a lot of people jump into teaching because I'm good enough, so I want to teach versus what am I offering? That's different. And organizers say, "Ooh, I think I should throw an event without saying, why do I want to throw an event? And what am I bringing to my audience with this event?
1: Yeah, so definitely work with the community that you have and make it grow, make it grow. We need more, we want Salsa. I've been in this industry for, I say industry, I've been in the the game for 20 something years, 26 years this year, I believe. And I want it to continue. I want it to continue, and I think I'm doing my part. I really focus on beginners i love I love teaching beginners. I want new people coming in and I think i'm I'm doing my part there. and I think everybody else has their part to play. If you really think South is dying don't matter doesn't matter who you are, do something about it. There is something that can be done, no matter how small, no matter how big
0: and also if you don't know what to do about it, you can always ask. Instead of going to a, getting into a conversation and saying, oh, this is dying. I, I hate this. I don't like this. You could say, man, this is dying. I wish I knew what to do about it. Do you have any suggestions? And you might come up with some ideas, brainstorming with other people that yet you couldn't have thought of on your own.
1: And one good way to keep the scene growing is actually to share this podcast <laughs> because that's what we're here for. We're here to... Give something back to the community and share us our experiences and any of yours on any of your experiences. So if you have any ideas or topics for us, don't hesitate to send us a message on
0: Facebook and Instagram at Naked and Counting. Or you can also call Leon at Plus. (laughs) (laughs) He loves calls.
1: Call Magna on Skype. I'm sure she still has that.
0: Oh my goodness. I definitely do not. On that note, (laughs) don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this podcast. We will catch you in the next episode.
1: Ciao. ladies.